when you don't plan on taking a break from the podcast for five months, what generally happens is that uh, the first step back is always the hardest because you don't know where to start, <clears throat> you don't know how to begin, you don't know if the words are going to come out, you know, the appropriate way that you want to. So we just just kind of saying, fuck it, let's go with it, doghouse, let's go. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and still going over on Facebook, even after all this time, Dennis M. Roy over there. And the Tiki Talk, uh, RoyDog13. I am at 160 followers over there. We do need 1,000 if I'm going to go live. God, it would be great to hit a 1,000 before we get to Kansas City, but I'm getting ahead of myself here. So, first things first, talk about a little bit what's going on. Um, horrible, horrible fucking year in DFS, right? Um, probably not as bad as what I'm making it sound like. I believe we're pretty much evened out for the year, but, you know, that shit isn't good enough. We want big gains. Big gains we were gaining each and every year up until 2022. Um dealt with a lot of pretty much <clears throat> anxiety. I have a house guest which who has been here for almost a year. Uh, hopefully we're at the end of that one. Um, my my mom went basically went through a divorce the last year. Uh, lived down in Arizona, Mesa, Arizona, and uh, had her come up and stay with us. Um, did not know it was going to be this, did not even think that it was going to approach this long. Um, but it kind of is what it is. We're here, um, with that. I've been dealing with this for the better part of two years. Um, there was just talk of possibly her going through this back in 2021. Um, kind of had everything kind of prepared, uh, with the house, just in case anything, you know, happens, you know, spur of the moment, needs to move out, get out, move back up to Wisconsin. Uh, that didn't happen that year. It happened in 20, it happened last year. Um, <clears throat> knew there would be kind of a change, um, within that. Didn't know how much that was going to really affect me in terms of like, um, just stress in general, um, having to deal with someone else's divorce after I had already dealt with my own divorce, whether that was going to bring back any type of, um, you know, reactionary memories and stuff of going through that, um, which it did. Um, the main thing was just, I am 
what you would probably deem a people pleaser, uh, meaning that it's very difficult for me to say no to help you know help you know people out and do that, and sometimes they get overwhelmed with it, um, and pretty much what's kind of gone on is that <clears throat> you know instead of me being able to deal with my schedule you know which is you know you guys all know that if you've listened if you got the work or whatnot you know my time is all over the place um and i need to be pretty free pretty open with my time so i can get all the work done because the spreadsheets the write-ups all that type of shit that takes a lot of fucking time and it takes a lot of energy and what that means is like everybody needs to get the fuck out of my way. Let me do my thing. Um, let me do my work. Now I'm trying to do that while also <laughs> trying not to step on a person's toes who is just trying to do um, the thing that they want, you know, the thing that they feel that they need, you know, make, you know, <laughs> This is going to sound shitty, right? So, you know, you have dinners made, all that type of stuff. Um, and it's like, even just that, like, I'm pretty much like, if I know my time is going to be really limited, I'll stop, pick something up, uh, something to eat, or I have some something that was always at home that was something quick, so I can just make it go, get on here, uh, record, um, why is this popped up uh record you know write all that type of stuff so i'm working around this person's schedule you know no fault of their own and this person is always in the house and i also am one of these people that um i actually kind of looked this up it's like a extroverted introvert, right? So I can go out, I can hang out with people all the time, but it takes a lot of it takes a lot of energy um, to make the appearance that I am very comfortable out in public. Um, so when I come home, that's my time to relax. That's my time to kind of recharge the batteries completely by myself. Now, my if my daughter's here that's something different. She's kind of built the same, you know, we are fine with one another being there. Anybody else, it's kind of get the fuck away from us. That's just how we are. Um, so I have absolutely no time to recharge my own batteries inside my house. So last year, People may have noticed I went to started going back to the gym. I started doing that uh, at the bare minimum four days a week, uh, hour a day, just to kind of burn that stress away. Um, try to get my brain <clears throat> somewhat right so that I can complete all the other tasks that um, I had to get done. And that was with spreadsheets, that was with write-ups. Um, those were really just, you know, I knew those were the things that were 100% needed to get out. So the podcast suffered, right? Didn't record, um, just kind of put it by the wayside, said, okay, 
as long as we have the meat and potatoes out there, we should be fine. If you'll notice, that was the first weekend in October was the last podcast that we had. And everything really, really fell off. So in reality, what I thought was very, very, going to be a very, very minimal loss ended up being something that was really necessary. Um, Doing the podcast, you know, it's kind of talking through stuff, even if it was for, you know, that hour, um, three days a week just basically talking through things, uh, getting them out in the open and having the wherewithal to kind of go through everything and go, okay, does this sound right? Is this right? You know, it sounded good in my head, but now that I'm saying it out loud, is that really the right way to go? Um, And so you take that away and things really just kind of, bottomed out right so we now know that this is very very important this is something that needs to be done um you know however many times a week but it has to be something that is included within the process itself and that's a big thing for us right the process as long as the process is good we trust in the process it'll get us through uh our week our planning um give us our guidelines on what we're going to do. Um, and in turn that should equal profit. So here it is the start of season five. We're starting all the way back from the fucking beginning. I'm going to go through the process. We're going through, um, you know, the depth charts, which are out with free agency. (sighs) which, you know, the initial ones got out a week after um, the Super Bowl, which I was very, very happy about. Uh, we got the, all the free agency stuff has been added in for the second week, which is awesome. So now we really build uh, on the draft on the draft um, spreadsheet, which I have built. Um, it has been initially built. It's going to be gone through this week. Uh, we have the NFL scouting combine coming up, so season five is in full go. That's why this podcast will be the initial week five or uh, week five season five podcast. Season, uh, hold on, season eight overall. Got to remember that it's three years in between. Um, so yeah, season five of the podcast, season eight overall of the, this version of the doghouse, uh, for fantasy football. So get through there, get through the NFL draft, which we will be in Kansas city. Um, currently right now, uh, there's only one person going with me. That is everybody's favorite, Paul Burkholz. Uh, he is going to be meeting me in Kansas city for the week. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go after the media credentials and we're going to get inside try and do a little bit behind the scenes get some video that's why the tiktok stuff is really important um if we can't do that hopefully i can get the videos out but it probably it's going to be very few and far between um not going to be anything really live that's the only problem do live that's on tiktok you do something that's recorded um gone through uh at a later time you know, that I can do on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So uh, the TikTok thing is really kind of important to me. 
and it kind of fell to the wayside. That kind of fell to the wayside too, um, as well in 2022. But uh, I, I'm telling you this, I'm, uh, that NFL draft trip, man, in Vegas, so much fun. It was so good. I had such high hopes for the whole fucking year, and it just fell apart. And, you know, the whole thing is like, you know, I can, it can sound like I'm dogging uh, my mom for being in there. But in reality, it's what she, you know, this is what she needs right now. So it's important for me to be the one that has to overcome that, that obstacle, right? Um, that's why I'm recording this while she's actually out of the house. She went to the store. So that's why I'm recording now. Um, because it's a little bit more sensitive subject matter. Uh, everything else, once we get through here, <clears throat> it's going to be less sensitive, right? So should be easier to come out, easier to get back in uh, to a nice uh, systematic approach. Um, but you know, at the same time, she's going to have to learn. This is coming. This stuff. This shit's coming first. Um, it's me, myself, and I. I have to worry about myself, not anybody else. Um, outside of my, outside of my kids, of course, but, um, that's kind of what it is. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's see, let's go, let's do some NFL stuff and then, uh, we'll kind of go into some of the things that I was going to talk about today. Uh, this was going to be more of a fun ranty, uh, podcast, um, Mike Lombardi, or no, Joe Lombardi, I'm sorry, uh, is now the offensive coordinator with Sean Payton, so that's a reunion uh, from down in New Orleans, so that was really good. Now there is talks of a Jalen Ramsey trade uh, from the Rams. Ramsey is laughing that one off, but uh, um, they they are best to get out from underneath that that contract. Um, Somebody's got to take them, but who it's going to be is kind of, you know, that's kind of up in the air. A lot of draft stuff this week. A lot of draft stuff this week. That's not stuff that I want to really want to get into right away. Um, congratulations to Manny Machado. I get near 11-year, $350 million deal. That's baseball, I know, but it's still a big deal. Um, let's see here. Oh, Jaguars got the extension for uh, Roy Robertson Harris, uh, three-year extension um, for the D tackle. And let's see. Oh, they did. Oh, and today actually, Jamichael Hasty got extended as well. So the backup for uh, Travis Etienne is under contract. I got to get that changed. Got to get that changed. The big one is the big news that's been kind of going around. Um, Dolphins cornerback Byron Jones says he can't run or jump due to his, his injury and kind of went off on, uh, um, you know, he said, do not take the pills. Do not take the injections that give you uh, the injection being Tortorol. Um, and the pills are whatever. Um, Manuel Acho said that, you know, they were talking that, like those pills were basically they did they didn't know what they were it was considered, it was called the pink pill and it was basically people thought that it was like 10 ibuprofen 
uh, Advil in like one pill. So you can imagine uh, just what the milligram intake is at on that. So, uh, but he is still not back from his Achilles injury. Um, be nice to see him back, but I mean, damn, I mean, it really, really sounds like Byron Jones might be done um, overall. There was a report that Russell Wilson wanted uh, Pete Carroll fired. <laughs> of course, Russell Wilson is denying that, but with how much has gone between uh, former uh, Seattle Seahawks quarterback and Pete Carroll, the more and more I just sit there and go, I, I can believe it. I mean, let's ride with that, right? Oh, yeah. So much shit going on. I mean, it is it is the boring time of the season. It's just mostly everything is just like uh, speculation and whatnot. The thing that drives me nuts on fucking Twitter is like everybody just kind of looks at everything makes their assumptions on what could happen. Like, Oh my God, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be amazing if so-and-so was over here? Uh, or so-and-so was over there. And it's like, first of all, yeah, it'd be great. But have you looked at the fucking contracts? And then, Oh, I mean, we, we know it's a fake like salary cap. <clears throat> you can do pretty much anything you want with it. Um, but at the same time, a lot of this stuff has to kind of make a little bit more fucking sense. Um, like I've seen, I've seen some things about like Jalen Ramsey going to the fucking Detroit Lions. Like Detroit's not, Detroit's not bringing him in. I I don't know what kind of fucking crazy pills you're taking on that, but like Detroit is not just gonna go out and grab a high salary fucking player like that, especially one that's um. I gotta get the tracker tool here. Spotrack is where I go. You guys should know that by now. Um, I mean, Detroit has a little bit of wiggle room, but I mean, with the twenty-three million that they're sitting at right now, a little over twenty-three, you think they're going to spend? They're going to take all that and just kind of rip it apart to go get Jalen Ramsey? Hell no! Like, come on! Like, they're gonna they're the way that you really have to look at a team's general manager and how they've been building. And Detroit has been trying to build through the draft, um, trying to get better uh, year in and year out through that way. They're not grabbing a big, a big, you know, free, uh, not free agent, but uh, trying to acquire a contract like that. The only one that they did was Jared Goff. And that was just because they had to have a fucking quarterback. Um, And they were getting rid of Matt Stafford. So they were going younger and then they got the couple of years under Jared Goff at, you know, more reduced salary. So it's just, I don't know. Guys just guys and gals just really fucking just jump out all over the fucking place. And, I mean, it's great to speculate on there, but, I mean, I don't know. I, it's just so stupid, in my opinion. But you know what? They get these people get the clicks, they get the fucking likes and all that. They get the followers. Not that I give a shit about followers, but I mean it is kind of nice. Um, but they just hop on. They just hop on all the shit, and it's just like you you make no fucking sense half the time uh, when you're doing that. But it it's all about engagement online. 
and I understand that, but I don't want shitty engagement, right? I don't want engagement because of something stupid um, that I'm talking about, you know, something that I truly don't fucking believe in, um, in terms of player movement, in terms of teams, you know, DFS type shit. Um, so I kind of keep, a, you know, I'm very, very reserved online except for like, you know, just some horseshit videos or something like that. Right. Just something that's kind of funny. Um, nothing unless you see me on game day and then I'm just kind of like, uh, what the hell was that call? Um, that type of stuff. ESPN, what do you want? What do you want? Ooh, Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. That fight's going on today. Can I get that on the app? I kind of don't want to get away from this Phoenix-Milwaukee game, but, I mean, are we talking I got boxing? Ooh, I do have boxing. I do have boxing out here. Oh, I'm not fucking buying that for 50 bucks. Get the fuck out of here. Back to Sons and Bucks. Back to Sons and Bucks. But any which way, where was I at? Where was I at? Oh, I was talking about this engagement online. Um, some of the shit, I mean, I, I had to have talked about this before, but maybe not so, not so profound. But the thing that really pisses me off online, and this is mostly, this is mostly Twitter, right? That I'm talking about, um, it seems to me like, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, somebody can tell me, you know, we can have a discussion about this or whatsoever, but when the when the pandemic came around, right, uh, beginning of 2020, there was um, a lot of influx of, you know, people within the industry, talent, however you want to say it, um, a lot of people got laid off. <clears throat> and such and that was one of the reasons why I didn't um cuz 2020 was going to be the year that I was actually going to start applying uh to see if I could fit in anywhere and do, you know, you know whatever type of thing, work it up and then you know work through the spreadsheet and whatever on my own accord or through the website itself. Um, but in 2020, you had so many people that were kind of getting laid off, you know, sites were, were clamping down, cutting off and whatnot. And that's why I kind of, I, I backed up and I said, well, look, I don't really want to put myself out there, um, in terms of trying to get a job because there's so many talented people that I see in here that are losing their jobs that actually rely on, you know, the, the money, the industry, right? So they're in tune. That's where they make all their money is all through all their content, um, getting paid that way. And for me, it's just, you know, if I'm going to get paid for fantasy football, it's completely as a second income, you know, I get paid way well than more than enough at my, um, regular job doing that. So <clears throat> I don't want to take away from, uh, somebody else, somebody who can use that money for their family and stuff like that, right? So backed off up there, but didn't really do what I probably should have done is kind of just hopped online and just, you know, 
hopped online a little bit more through Twitter and all that. But, you know, being a truck driver and delivering, I was still working my 55, 60 hours a week. So when am I going to be able to have time fit that content? And, um, you know, and it was during that time when people really started kind of getting online and, you know, cause they didn't really have anything else to fucking do with their lives. Um, they were making, they were making content online, which is cool. It's all well and good. I'm not going to fault anybody for doing their thing, uh, putting their best foot forward and achieving whatever they can. What the problem is like, what I've kind of seen is like some people and not all, not all. So if you get offended by this, maybe this is you. Um, and you should really think about that. Um, but there's a lot of people that I think went online and started kind of, you know, they needed something to do and all that type of stuff. And they really went into, um, fantasy football because there's such a huge space for it. There's such a, you know, popularity about it and whatnot, but they went into fantasy football and they started doing all this shit for fantasy football with just the ill intention, with just the intentions of, um, bringing up their follower account, not really giving a shit about, uh, what the product was that they were, that they were bringing, uh, to the forefront. If they were actually bringing a product at all, other than to say just entertainment, there's a lot of people, there's a couple of people that really are entertaining within the fantasy football community, um, who are doing it just for an entertainment level. Um, this is not applied to them. Okay. Cause they are very good. They know what they're doing, you know? Um, and they're now able to kind of make money through that being like a actual <clears throat> social media, you know, like content provider, um, where it's not about, it's not about the game them, it, itself. It's more about just the ideas behind certain things of the game that they like to have fun with and whatnot. And that was like their whole intention was to focus on that, right? But there's a lot of people that got into it that as like, oh, yeah, I do, I do all this uh, research and all that type of stuff um, with fantasy football, yada, yada, learn how to do this, blah, 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 you're going to win and all that. And then when you really kind of looked at what they were doing, they're not really bringing anything um, that's been useful. Um, there's... You can tell that there's not a lot of effort spent on um, teaching people how to play the game correctly and when um, it was more look at me, look at me type thing. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm kind of getting at. Like when you when you're trying to make yourself look like you are this fantasy fantasy for uh, fantasy football fantasy sports quote-unquote expert um or analyst i'm doing the air quotes as we like to do um or as i like to do i don't call myself an analyst i just call myself a fantasy football guy um you want to call me an analyst that's on you do not ever fucking call me an expert although some of you slip up and you call me expert and i let you off the hook on it um but a lot of times you see these people <clears throat> and they put themselves off as being this, you know, fantasy football expert, uh, analyst. Um, 
and it's a real problem within fantasy football. It's not a, so much of a problem within like fantasy baseball you'll, and fantasy like an, NBA and stuff like that. And you'll notice that um, if you look online right now, um, most of the people that are do that did the fantasy football stuff. What do they do during the off season? They don't do shit. They don't do shit. They can't find anything to do outside of getting into nothing more than say. Um, political views, uh, social, uh, the social justice warrior type deals, um, which really kind of irritates the shit out of me because you can tell when somebody's really passionate about something versus somebody who is um, completely just hopping on every single fucking thing and making themselves to look the best um, that they could possibly be in the eyes of fucking everybody just to specifically get the followers. You can see it. It's kind of hard to explain, right? But you can mentally, if you've looked at enough people and followed their work um, or their content for enough time, for long enough uh, amount of time, you can see. You can kind of see who's fucking around. Okay. I mean, it's it's just like. The people who need fucking attention, they they can't handle it that they can't get the attention, right? So they gravitate towards anything that can get them attention on there. And that's kind of like the people who hop onto fucking Facebook and they have to take a, a fucking picture, a fucking video, anything of their mundane fucking life and put it out as fucking content. Where you just kind of look at it and you go, are you fucking kidding me? I don't give a shit about any of this. But you post so much that, how do I say this? You post so much that it just becomes fucking white noise to where even if you have something very important to say. Let's say you really had something very important to say, right? So... Let's say, you know, you're into um, uh, Black Lives Matter um, or, uh, for instance, the, the woman's movement within uh, fantasy football, right? Um, which is awesome. I completely 100% support it. But, um, and we're going to get into them too. But... You post so much shit that is irrelevant, right? You're just posting just a fucking post. And I brought up, you know, like the people that do the food or stuff like that. Like, or like eight times a day. Look at my, look at, look at what my cat's doing. Look at what my dog's doing. I don't give a shit. At some point it's, I don't give a shit. So then when you try to get into an important topic, a subject matter, uh, something that actually should have some kind of, you know, audience to it, right? Most of your audience just fucking tunes out to it and they miss it because you've posted so fucking much random bullshit that it's white noise. They don't see it. They don't respond to it. Now you'll get something, you know, once you get a certain amount of followers and stuff, I mean, you'll still have it, but you'll never have that really big hit because people have just fucking turned a blind eye to it. Why? Why would they fucking listen to you? Because 
you know, 90% of the shit that you're putting out there just is like, uh, come on. That's why I don't get into fucking, you know, I started really backing away from social media because it was just so fucking stupid. I do like TikTok. I do like TikTok. I shouldn't like TikTok because, you know, the Chinese government is absolutely listening to every single one of us and watching what we're doing. But, oh, I do like it. There's a lot of funny people out there. That's what I'm mostly on there. There are a lot of fantasy football people on there, um, and I really should uh, start kind of um, writing them down, and I'll kind of give them props here on the podcast. I'll have to remind myself to do that. But, um I mean, it's one thing. It's like I said, it's one thing if your thing was, you know, just kind of the randomness, something, you know, poking fun at, at fantasy football and stuff like that. But it's, I don't know. It's another, it's another thing when you just visually, I can just look at you and you took advantage of the, you took advantage of the community itself and you're really not a true part of, um, the community. I don't think you're really that truly part of the community, or at least for the community itself. I think you're just in it for yourself. And I think if people are really honest about it, they would start fucking calling people out. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be the one that's gonna start calling people out. But I mean, I can. I mean, it's not like. I mean, what what is anybody gonna fucking do to me? First of all, first of all, apparently I'm fucking irrelevant with 1,100 followers on Twitter, right? I can't gain any fucking following whatsoever. Can't gain any likes or anything like that. So, I mean, it's one of two things. Either I'm irrelevant and nobody's paying any fucking attention to it, or they just don't understand, <clears throat> you know, what I'm about, which I really don't give a shit on that either. And let's, let's face plain and simple facts. If I started calling people out on Twitter... I mean, finger pointing is, to me, is really stupid. But let's put it this way. If I started finger pointing and just actually name dropping people, do you think anybody's really, in real life, if you met me face to face, do you think anybody's going to really fuck with me? Do you? Do you? No. You're not going to fuck with me. Because you little fucking nerds out there, you little shit sticks, you're all fucking, um, you're all fucking little keyboard warriors, right? And this is going to lead into my next one. You're all little fucking keyboard warriors. But meeting face to face, you would never say, you would never say a bad thing to me or about me, about anybody <laughs> to my fucking face because I would snatch that fucking finger break it off and stick it so far up your fucking ass. Oh, how's it go? I'll, I'll break your arm. I'll break your arm off and stick it so far up your ass. You'll have to work your mouth as a fucking puppet. I think that's the Samuel L. Jackson line <laughs> from the other guys. <laughs> and it's a hundred percent true. You meet me in real life. You're not fucking with me. It's just plain and simple. I'm very mild mannered. I'm very polite. I'm very quiet until I've had a couple of drinks in me. But even then, I'm still fun-loving or whatnot. Um, but it's kind of like I said. I can be the nicest person. That, I can be either the nicest person in the world or I can be your biggest fucking nightmare. 
um, in terms of hate that you will ever see. And that's truth. That's a hundred percent truth. There's no, there, there's no yin without the yang here. You fuck with me. It comes back tenfold. Plain and simple. But, uh, Another thing that we got going on is, and it's been actually a couple of weeks now, the fantasy football season has ended. Uh, Football season has kind of ended, so a lot of this has kind of settled down a bit. And that really is, um, you know, there's a a group, women, I started the Women of Fantasy Football, WOFF, and another uh, uh, group, I'm trying. It's my first podcast back. Give me a break here. Uh, another group, uh, Galvanized, uh, Big G, Big A, Big L, Vanized. Um, big group, big supporters of them. Um, brings kind of notice to the women who are within the fantasy football community. Um, they've been kind of teaming up with, uh, I believe it was Fantasy Alarm, um, to kind of promote uh, women within fantasy sports. Uh, most of that is within the fantasy football community. I am a, I'm a huge supporter of them. Uh, met a lot of the ladies who are involved with that. They're very, they're very, very nice. They're very good at what they do. Um, so I don't want to disparage. I don't really want to disparage anybody um, in terms of, you know, uh, their content and whatnot. A lot of, a lot of women are doing really, really good things within the community. Uh, their content is actually really good. Um, I, I will promote a couple of, I will promote a lot of them, um, within this next year. Um, especially <clears throat> if I get off my ass at the, um, the fantasy football expo this year, uh, which I'm going to, uh, try and get the, a couple of those ladies on, um, do more of a, you know, live, live version, um, with that just because I hate this system that I have currently with the podcast, it doesn't do well with, uh, taking the calls. And so, um, I did get a thing this morning about, <clears throat> uh, DJ Chark was looking, uh, NFL wide receiver, DJ Chark was looking for a podcast and somebody had tagged in it. It is very difficult for me to try and get a guest onto this thing. So um, I will figure out something for that. But uh, until then, we'll see what happens. But uh, the women within the community, you can only imagine how much uh, disparaging remarks. You know, you get a lot of those uh, guys who are the true, you know, misogynist. Um, guys where women can't do anything, uh, shit on, you know, a lot of women within the fantasy football community. And sometimes you, you should never, you should not sit there and especially on like, say Twitter, you know, those type of things, um, even really in real life, but you should never shit on a woman for, say her appearance, what you think, um, of them in terms of their, how do I say it? Smarts, uh, uh, mental aspect. Um, cause there's a lot of really smart women 
within the community. Um, you may disagree with um, you may disagree with a woman. Um, you may not like how she presents her content, right? Um, and of course, agreeing with what they're saying or whatnot. But there, there's respectful ways to deal with that um, and handle that. And I would expect everybody to pretty much be better than the next guy um, out there. But there's a lot of guys out there <clears throat> who are out there to specifically do nothing but troll. And this is actually more for, toward, this part's actually geared more towards women. So, um, and guys can actually take this um, as, you know, something. If you ever get a, a, a troll, somebody that really kind of fucks with you, online so um the thing of it is it's like you know trolls are doing nothing more than to be there uh to instigate trouble right get under your skin get you to kind of fuck up so when you engage with the troll you are doing nothing more um than helping them get the exposure that they are looking for you know, basically kind of, you know, if you think of it as the old stories, the troll under the bridge, you're bringing the troll out from underneath the bridge. The thing of it is, is like, you're never going to get rid of the trolls. Never. So there's one, there's one of basically two things that you can really do. There's, you can either ignore them, which is you just completely ignore them, read the comment if you want to, um, just turn a blind eye uh, block, uh, mute, uh, anything like that. Um, just ignore it and move about your day because you are a better person. Because in the end, you're actually going to look like the better person by just not even fucking acknowledging it. Um, it's very, very difficult. And I can imagine, um, with the comments, more of the comments the women are going to get, you know, appearance and just, you know, all that type of shit in general from guys like that, you know, it's very tough. It's very tough to ignore. Them. Um, I've done it on occasion, just fucking ignored it. And guess what? They just go away because they don't have, they don't have that. They don't have that entry point into somebody who is more worthy of, um, interaction on social media, right? So you, the woman that they're attacking, you are worth more. You are worth more to people online than the troll is. So if you, if you don't engage them, then they don't have that entry point into your platform. They don't have that entry point into your platform to where other people are going to you know, maybe come to your defense, maybe other guys, and then you're giving the troll more access to all the other people who are coming to your defense. So <clears throat> what that does is, as shitty as it sounds, is it actually builds that troll up a little bit more. Even now with the new, new Twitter rules, I don't know how much harder it is to actually get that account kind of taken out of rotation, but they can always find, you know, the other one or another way in. So if you just completely ignore them, 
they're going to end up going away. Now you might see them, you know, you know, two, three, maybe five more times. Um, but the longer that you don't really instigate with them or interact with them is probably the better word, the better. Um, and they'll go away slowly. Now, the other thing that you can do, and I see this a lot more on TikTok, and I laugh my ass off because I think the a lot of women on TikTok really handle this um, really, really well is when they get those shitty comments, um, you know, where guys will disparage them uh, <clears throat> for their looks, smarts, you know, anything that they, they post online, just, you know, random regular things or whatever. And they turn and they turn the tables on them and they go after them. Now, the people on TikTok, uh, because it is more of a video, you know, it's a, a social media video format uh, versus... Um, you know, Twitter, which is more, you know, word, you know, word, it's more spoken word. It's more texting, you know, out or whatever. So like you, the women in TikTok get a lot more humor out of, out of it because they're posting it, you know, in a video format versus, a versus, you know, the text out, the text out, you have to be fucking phenomenal unless you just post it, unless you start just posting the videos onto uh onto twitter itself but if you go after a troll right like the women on tiktok they they don't hold back and they just and they use such really good humor to come back at on there and i don't know why this doesn't translate a little bit better onto Twitter because you could honestly you could you can put the video you could put a video on there and just do it but and I don't know if it's just because the women on TikTok are way better at uh at what they do just overall or 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 just better shit talkers maybe overall um but I mean if you want to, you could be the you could be the one that just really kind of attacks them, and but you have to understand, you have to understand that they're always going to continue to come back and come back on Twitter, and maybe that's what the difference is. Because if you call if you call somebody out on TikTok, you're less likely to get a response than you are on Twitter, where it just keeps going and going and going. So. Maybe that's kind of the reason. So, I mean, on Twitter, you're going to just continue to have the battle, and you can be the you can be the person that just keeps going with it, and you can go look. I'm not fucking around. You like, <clears throat> if you want to continue to go after it and go after it and hope that they just slowly burn out. Um, I mean, that's, I guess that's really kind of the way that you can do it too. But, I mean. Most of the Twitter trolls that I've seen, they're just completely relentless. They just keep coming back. That's why I think on Twitter, the probably the better thing to do is just to kind of just sit back and just kind of relax and just not give them the, the acknowledgement on that. Um, whereas on TikTok, TikTok, TikTok has better warriors um, within the comments than Twitter ever has, ever has had. If anybody has ever looked through those things, Damn, there's there's no holds bar. If if you if you piss off your favorite fucking content creator over there, you are gonna get your ass fucking handed to you enough to the point to where you have to shut down your whole fucking account because 
they won't stop. They won't stop. They'll pop up on your other fucking videos. Anything that you've created, they'll fucking DM you all that shit. They'll fucking get you. And it's and it feels more genuine on TikTok than it does on fucking Twitter. I'll tell you that much. Um In the long run though, I mean what it really comes down to is like the women on TikTok are much more fierce. Like if you talk about like that feminine that feminism uh energy, they have it more on TikTok than they do on Twitter. Twitter they tend women are playing too much of the victim. And I think that's what the trolls are really smelling is like that victimhood, right? Um they're just sitting they're just sitting there eating, oh poor me, oh poor me, I'm getting I'm getting taken down, you know, I'm, this trolls are these people are trolling me, blah blah blah, poor me. Um what is you know, what can I do? And then, you know, of course, you know, the the white knights come in. Um but stop playing the fucking victim. I think that's overall, that's probably the best thing. Stop playing the fucking victim. And that's why I think you can do either, either thing, right? Either just ignore it and be the better and be the better person. Be, be the higher class person, right? So you don't pay any attention to them. It shows it doesn't bother you. If they are trolling you, Instead of sitting there and saying, oh, my God, this is is because I'm a woman, yada, yada. Oh, my God. Oh, what was me? Why don't you just fucking go after him? Quit pussyfooting around with it and just fucking start attacking him. Much like they do on TikTok. Like, hey, you, you know. Small dick energy, man. Um, quit fucking with me because guess what? Now I'm going to be fucking unrelenting and I'm going to show you how what a boss-ass bitch I fucking am. Why don't you start being that boss-ass bitch? That's why some of the... Honestly, this is why some of the female content creators, fantasy football people, and even media people in general, where you do play that victim that victim role... And I just can't get behind it because you continue. It's one thing if you did it once, right? Like, I get it. Like, I'll come to your fucking defense. It's when it comes on and on and on. Like, oh, poor me. Oh, poor me. Oh, poor me. Sorry. You do have to toughen up. You, If you want it as bad as you fucking want, you say you, you want it, you need to toughen up and you need to start fucking attacking these guys. And I swear to God, there will be a lot of men that will be right fucking behind you on it because they are going to be laughing their ass off because this person decided to fuck with the wrong person. It's fucked with the wrong woman. I'm, I'm telling you. That's how, I mean, no matter, and this is, shit. I don't care. I don't care if this is about sex, uh, race. Um, I guess we keep her. Well, religion. I mean, let's let's face it. Religion's involved in this. Um, you know, the whole you know gender gender uh, uh, straight, gay, non-binary, uh, trans, all that type of shit. Right? If people would just stop playing the fucking victim 
and just start attacking, I think it would fix a lot of the fucking problems. And I know that sounds shitty because it means you're going on the offensive. It means you're being a fucking dickhead instead of doing it through uh, calm and compassion. But to be honest with you, sometimes it just needs to happen because that's the only way this shit stops. You need to stick up for yourself. And the only person that's going to really be able to do that is you, yourself. If you do that, I guarantee you, you'll generate more support on that than if you, like I said, if you play the victim. So silent, either you stay silent and stoic, or you attack and be fearless. I'd love to see nobody, you know, trying to get underneath other people's skin, uh, trying to, you know, denounce, you know, people based on certain things. I really would. But we have to have an understanding of the world, the world that we live in, and people are not going to stop. So we need to fight. You need to fight. We need to, we need to support one another. But any which way, I don't know if that went through, if that sounded good or not. Um, somebody will have to let me know. But what I can tell you is that this week we are going to go through uh, teams this week. Depth charts went out, of course. Like I said, I have the free agency portion of it done, so we're at a good, really good spot where we can go through this. Uh, we have the NFL Combine coming up this week. And, yeah, pretty much uh, we are going to be well on our way. Like I said, this is the start of Season 5. So now you're going to see that S5. I have not yet created a picture yet to encompass uh, what Season 5 is. But uh, i got to get going on that because that's got to get on the, that goddamn draft spreadsheet. But any which way. So, like I said... Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Hey, hit up that TikTok. Get that fucker going. I will start posting some fucking videos. RoyDog 13 over there. Let's get that up to 1,000 thousand followers so we can start doing live. I want to go live in Kansas City. Let's do it. <laughs>